everybody, welcome to Mogul Talk with Darcel Laurie, where success is just a byproduct of who we are. It's your girl, your host, Darcel, where every week I'll be bringing you a mogul minute of inspiration, new topics, and surprise guests. Stay tuned. It's time for your mogul minute of inspiration. Can I get a drum roll, please? And today's Mogul Minute of Inspiration is you're right where you need to be. I'm going to say that again. You're right where you need to be. Now, what I mean by that is we're always trying to get there. There is your dreams, your aspirations, your goals. Now, there's pretty awesome, right? We always are striving for there. But what happens is that we miss our now. We miss exactly where the moment that we're in right now. Now, for some of you, you may be like, I'm not even trying to be in the moment that I'm in right now. It sucks right here. I'm trying to get there. And I know that some of us are in seasons, right, where it may be dry, where it may be sad, where it may be hard. It may be difficult. It may be tough. It may be our growing pain season, right? It may be the season that we have to grow from. But I want you to, I want to encourage you that, yes, there's awesome getting the promotion, getting married, having the next baby, right? You know, having, starting a business, right? Um, getting another degree, whatever it is, there is awesome. But don't be so busy getting there that you miss out here, that you miss out the lessons of today, that you miss out the lessons of the moment. One of the best advice that Oprah gave to Beyonce was take it all in. Be present in the moment because it goes by so fast. And what I will say to that is like if Beyonce, which she's awesome, and Oprah and everybody else, they're always thinking about their next move. But sometimes you get so caught up in your next move that you miss out on your family. Sometimes you get caught up in your next move that you miss out on your friends. Sometimes you get caught up in your next move that you just miss out on, on you, like getting to know you. Who are you, right? Like sometimes you get so caught up on there that you don't even know what here feels like. You don't take it in. You don't be present in the moment. And so what I need you to understand that God hasn't forgotten about you. He knows all the big plans that you and him have, and he's going to get you there. But I need you to understand you're right where you need to be for God to catapult you into your future. And that was your Mogul Minute of Inspiration. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Mogul Talk with Darcel Laurie. It's your girl, Darcel. If you are here for the first time, please subscribe and please leave a review because I want to hear from you. So I am so excited about this episode. We're going to jump right in, but I'm just excited because it's going to be, I feel like season two, <coughs> excuse me, is truly like uncovering who Darcel is like it's uncovering so much and I'm just like I'm loving it I'm kind of loving spilling the tea on myself like I really am and I feel like today is going to be a little bit of a deep or heavy episode but I feel like there's going to be a lot of wisdom that is dropped today so please understand that um you I, I well one I say please be encouraged Let's get right into it. So this weekend was Valentine's Day weekend. And if you are listening to this past Valentine's Day weekend, that's cool, too. But it's still applicable. So I went to go see um, the photograph. And that's a romantic movie that came out. And I enjoyed it. Now, I it got mixed reviews, but your girl liked the movie. OK, I really enjoyed it. 
The reason why is because I'm a deep person. I'm a deep thinker. I read in between the lines kind of girl. You know, I can basically pull out a sermon out of anything. And um, so I always see a little bit deeper than sometimes somebody else may look at it, right? And so one of the things that I really liked from, from watching the movie is, and spoiler alert, but not really a spoiler alert because I'm not going to give you too much tea on the movie because I want you to go see it and support. So... The movie, The Photograph, it just really just showed how love is generational. Like you cannot know your parents and or maybe not have a great relationship with them and still end up like them, still end up loving like them, still end up having some similar traits like them. And some of y'all may be thinking, uh-uh, Darcy, I ain't not, I'm not like my parents. I ain't trying to be like my parents. I'm better than my parents. You know, whatever, right? And... I absolutely, truly believe that we can be better than our parents. I think our parents want us to be better than them, right? I think that we can absolutely break generational curses in Jesus' name. Um, and if this is your first time here, know that I am a Christian. Don't judge you. I just love Jesus. So you will hear me talk about Jesus often. But um, yeah, and I truly believe we can break generational curses and all those things. But where we first learn how to love is in our home. Right. Or the lack thereof. And I think that, you know, for me, what I want to talk about specifically today is why specifically speaking to us women and and the men, too, is why it's important for dads to date their daughters. Now, I know some of you may be like, look, I don't know my dad. I don't want to know my dad. I don't care what he's doing with his life. I don't need him. I'm better off without him. I got five degrees. I have a beautiful family. I, you know, made it without him. And I absolutely believe that us women are so brilliant. We're so resilient. We're so amazing. We're so awesome that you're absolutely right. We can make it without our dads. But I truly believe that how we first learn to love is from our family or lack thereof. And I think it's so important, um, specifically, you know, the dads that are listening, it's important for for y'all to date your daughters. The reason why I say that is we learn from you guys. We learn what the standard is on love when we date you. And what I mean by that is when you show us what a real man is supposed to do, we learn from that and we start dating that and we start seeking that. When we don't have all the ingredients to a man, we end up in some tricky situations and not all, but some of us do. And I went on a date with my dad. I'm 35 years old and I'm still going on dates with my dad and I absolutely love it. We had such an amazing time. We went to the movies, not to see the photograph, but a different movie. And I just really enjoyed being around my dad. Uh, one thing I really learned about my dad is just from, from childhood, how my dad has a strong work ethic, how my dad, I, he probably works harder than anybody I know. Um, my dad is a provider. I learned that my dad is, um, he's hes smart, he's brilliant, he's funny, he's thoughtful. Uh, my dad, speaking of Valentine's Day, growing up, my dad, when he would bring my mom flowers, he would bring me flowers too. And so still to this day, when I'm dating, 
I still expect flowers. Like I love flowers. I love getting flowers. I love keeping flowers in a flower pot. I love, I just love flowers because the person who first taught me about flowers was my dad. And that's why I have a standard of flowers. Now, some women like flowers. Some women don't. Some women say, oh, they die. I, st- I don't care if they die in a week or two days. I still love receiving them. I still love looking at a, a fresh bouquet. Like, I love that. And so, but I learned that from my dad. I didn't know to receive flowers because my dad taught me that. My dad showed me when he brought my mom flowers and he also showed me by bringing me flowers. And so I have that as a standard. Um, I think another reason why it's important for the dads who are listening to date your daughters is because we learn how to love by the way you show us love. We learn, you know, one thing about my dad is like, you know, when we go out, he one is, you know, being very chivalrous. He's opening my door. He's pulling out my chair. He may be paying the bill when we go to dinner. He may be paying for the movie. Um, he'll walk me to my car. You know, when we were coming out of the movies, he was like, where's your car? And I'm like, my car's over there. His car's all the way over there. So we're on opposite ends of the parking lot. But my dad was like, I'm gonna walk you to your car. And that's a, another standard. Another standard is walk to my car. Another standard is to for a man to open my door. Another standard is to see a man be a provider. Another standard is to see a man <clears throat> who has a great work ethic. Like I've never dated a lazy dude. I've never dated a guy who's lazy, who's not ambitious, because I didn't see that in my household. I didn't see that. My dad works 16 hour, 20 hour days. I didn't see that. So For me, I'm not even attracted to a man who's lazy. Like, I love someone who's hardworking and all those things because I saw my dad do it. And so that's why it's so important for the dads who are listening and for the single moms who are listening is it's so important for us to have a male role model, a father figure in our lives because we learn a standard when we have a father figure in our lives whether it's a mentor, whether it's a coach, whether it's a deacon at the church, whether it's the pastor, whether it's an uncle, whatever it is, it's important for us to learn a standard. It's important for us to understand how a man is supposed to treat us. It's important for us to understand the queen inside of us and how a man is supposed to edify, how he's supposed to bring out that queen inside of us. It's important for us to learn that. And still at 35 years old, I'm still going on dates with my daughter and my daughter dates with my dad. And I absolutely love it because he constantly is reminding me of the standard. Now, my dad and I have always been daddy's little girl. And when him and my mom split, I had so much anger towards my dad. I was so uh, unforgiving and angry and resentful. And I went through a, a rough patch with my dad, just being angry and full of unforgiveness. And that affected my relationships. That affected my relationships with my family. That affected my relationships with my friends. And that affected my relationships with men. And so for the times that I'm most healthy in a re- meaning where I've forgiven my dad and I let go of that anger, 
that's when everything started to unlock for me because I knew how to love because I let go of the things that were a weight to me. So the things that weren't healthy, the, the unforgiveness, the anger, I didn't have to leak that into a, another relationship when I learned to let those things go. And when I learned to forgive because of the fact that I was able to when you are, when and so I know Tyler Perry talks about this a lot. When we hold unforgiveness, we're really doing ourselves a disservice. You are carrying around the heaviest weight that doesn't belong to you. And yes, it was hurtful what I went through or what I experienced. But at the same time, and I'm sure you guys have your own story on what you've experienced. And some of it may be good. Some of it may be bad. Some of you may not have um, too much of a story, um, you know, knowing your dad. But what I want you to understand is forgiveness matters. Carrying around the rage and the anger because we leak that into relationships. We think we don't because we think, oh, I will never, you know, my dad wasn't there for me, but I'm going to find me a man who's going to love me more than he's ever loved me. And that, and I want that for you. I, I believe that for you. I'm standing in agreement with you. But what I want you to understand, if we carry around unforgiveness and anger, that leaks into our relationships. And so dads who are listening, I need you to understand it's so important for you, even if you have messed up. This is key. This is this is major key right here. Even if you messed up as a man, even if your dad has messed up, what's so important for us to see is for you to or and hear is for you to apologize. Because one thing that we that we learn when my dad apologized to me and when he under just apologized for hurting me, right? And for the, the things that I felt were hurtful. When he apologized, what that taught me is that one, a man can apologize. Two, that a man can take responsibility for his actions. And three, a man can change. Now, when we don't learn that because you messed up and you ran into a little, a two, a, a ran away and did not come back and with the tail in between your legs, or you just denying it, or you just acting like nothing, you know, it's hurting us or bothering us. When you, when you are disregarding our feelings or disregarding the pain you caused us, you are actually causing us more pain or more, um, dysfunction because of the fact that you are not taking responsibility and one, it's okay that you mess up because you're human, right? Like parents are human, you know, and that's something I had to learn too. Like parents are not superheroes, even though I think parents to, to, in my brain, my parents were my superheroes, but I had to realize like, they're like human superheroes. So they make, they make mistakes. Right. And so when my, my, when my parents made mistakes and ended up splitting that I took that so personal. Right. Um, and so for me, like, I'm like, y'all can't make mistakes. Y'all are superheroes. Right. And so when I had to learn, like, no, they're human, Darcel. And what I learned from it and now being 35, I learned that people, adults make mistakes, but true men, real men take responsibility and they apologize and they can change. And so when I'm in relationships and things happen and they don't happen to always go my way, right? We don't always be on the same page or we don't, we agree to disagree. I can actually one, respect them. Two, when I hear an apology, I can accept it. 
And three, I can expect change because I'm like, my dad knew how to change. So I can, I know that men can change. They have that ability if they want to. So this is so key. It's like so major key for us. Like, don't hide it. Don't hide your mistakes. Don't run from what you did or how you hurt us or any of those things. And daughters, as daughters, hear them. Like, don't run from their apology. Don't, like, if they apologize, accept it. Now, it's going to take on your own time, but that's so important. That's so crucial because that's going to affect your relationship. You're not going to know how to forgive quickly because any married couple will tell you, if you don't, that's one thing you have to learn how to do. You're going to learn, have to learn how to forgive quickly because if you hold every single grudge against every single man, against every single thing that they do, you won't have any. You won't have a healthy relationship. You will constantly be angry. And no one wants to be around someone who constantly is bitter. Now, for rightful reasons, right? Like, it's, I'm not saying that we don't have usually rightful reasons to be angry, to be bitter, to be all those things. But it's so important for dads to date their daughters. We need to see what a standard looks like. We need to see what an apology looks like. We need to see what a change looks like. We need to see what chivalry looks like. We need to see what a good work ethic looks like. We need to see those things. And I'm so grateful to have those experiences with my dad I'm so grateful to just learn from his wisdom I'm so grateful to have these conversations because when you're with your dad as a daughter there's like a confidence that you have one you realize you don't have to be perfect because I know sometimes we go on these dates and stuff like that and we're we're in relationships and we feel like we constantly have to be perfect. But when you're with your dad, there's this unconditional love. There's this love that, you know, he just loves you because you're his. The same way that God loves us. Like he just loves us because we're his. And that's a perfect, beautiful love. And so I don't have to impress him I don't have to do all those things. I can just I can just be and I know that I'm enough. And that's a beautiful confidence that who I am is enough. And so when you go into to the dating scene, you start to have a confidence in who you are and know that who you are is enough. Now, do we have to make changes for the better and tweak ourselves and improve ourselves and be a better version of ourselves and grow and learn. And absolutely, absolutely. But we learn the core and our self-worth when we are, when we are going on dates with our dads, we learn those things. And that is so, so crucial. Like that is so important because you learn how to, you learn what love should feel like when it's healthy when it's a healthy relationship between you and your father, you learn what love is supposed to look like. You learn the standard. So when a man don't open my door or when a man don't walk me to my car or when a man, you know, is not paying attention and doesn't really know my love language and doesn't really know that I like flowers. I'm like, oh, he ain't meeting the standard. 
because there's t- there was times when I was operating out of unforgiveness from my dad. You know, I was I was not loving myself. This in the I was operating in this in the sense of the people I was picking was below below or beneath my standard. Not that I'm above anybody, but above how I should I was operating beneath how I should have been treated. And so one thing that we learn when we're, when we're on dates with our dads and when we're when we're learning how to love and we're learning from what love looks like from a man in a healthy way, we're learning that, man, I'm a queen. You're a queen, ladies like you are a queen and you should be treated as such. And like I said, if it's not your biological father, there has to be an earthly man that can show you what a man is supposed to be like. A man that can give you wisdom, a man that can show you what you deserve. And that is so important. And I think to the fathers out there who are listening, that is so important. We need to know the endearing words that we should hear because we shouldn't know that being called out of our name is is we should know by being on dates with you that we should never be called out of our name. We should know by being on dates with you as a dad that we should be tended to, that we should have someone who's attentive, that cares about us. One of the things that my dad shared when we were on this date, he was like, so what do you have going on? What are your projects? And, you know, just just talking, catching up. And he just told me, I'm so proud of you. And that means so much to a daughter when it comes from the man that she loves the first man that she loves in the natural. And that means the world to me. Like y'all cannot be proud of me, but if my dad is proud of me, that means everything to me. And so that is so important. And that is so crucial for the dads listening that it's so important for you to date your daughters because they need to know what it's like to have someone who supports them. They need to know what it's like to have someone who's proud of them. They need to know someone who has their back because when they get into a relationship, they shouldn't expect that man should have their back the way that their dad does or the way that their father figure does. Like they should know like the way that God has your back, they should expect that now man is not God. We understand that God is perfect and he loves us even more than our parents do. But we should expect we should have a standard and that we uh, like a red flag or a, a siren should go off when we're when we're accepting beneath our standard. And the only way that we can learn that is if men dads if you are showing your daughters and not only are you dating your daughters but you have to be consistent in the way that you treat their mother so whether you're a single dad and you're dealing with a you know you still have to co-parent the way that you co-parent should be out of respect because you're showing your daughter sons too you're showing your sons how to treat a woman right like they should it should be consistent your integrity should be consistent because they're learning from you. They're learning from you. And so that way, when they see, when, we, when, they're, when they're seeing something beneath that, they're like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. My dad don't treat me like this. And I've said that in a relationship before. When a man called me out my name one time when I was in a relationship um, several years ago, 
I said, my dad don't talk to me like that. And I promise y'all, the grown woman, I said, my dad doesn't talk to me like this. So I want you to know you can never talk to me like that. And I'm and that's that's 100 right there. Like I I said those words out of my mouth. And so I had to let him know that I have a standard and you're operating beneath that standard. And of course, I had to get up out of there. Right. I had to get about that relationship. But that was a reference that I had. Like I, I knew that I was never called that by my dad and I should never accept anything beneath that. And so I need you all to understand, like. This the reason why I think this episode is so important because we need this reminder, especially I know, you know, with the, the, the trend, the hashtag that was going around about a girl dad. Right. And talking about Kobe Bryant and how he told one of the news anchors um, that he's a girl dad. He has four daughters or had four daughters, has four daughters and um, rest in peace, Kobe, rest in power, Kobe Bryant um, and how he talk about how when he was alive, he talked about how he was he was happy to be a girl dad. And let me tell you, them girls will forever know what it's like to have a hardworking uh, father who never wasted a moment, who bought a helicopter because he never wanted to miss another play, because he never wanted to miss another um, thing that his kids did. He wanted to be there. He wanted, And they will know that the man that I have he will never miss a big moment for me. He will be there. He will be supportive. He will do what my dad did. And not that our husbands or our boyfriends or not that they're going to be exactly like our dad, right? And so I don't want to put that image out there, but we're going to have a standard that no, 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 if you think everything else is important except for me and I'm not a priority, nah, nah, bruh, you're, you're operating below the standard. And I'm not saying that this is not a two-way street, right? Because us women, as we're in a relationship, we have to reciprocate that, right? Like we have to also be the woman that our mothers show us. And that's a whole nother episode but we have to we have to be the woman of God that God has called us to be. We have to reciprocate the love and re- and reciprocate you know the standard that they may have, right? And so and and show our worth and be supportive and be there for our men, right? Like we have to build them up, right? And not tear them down. But it's so important for us to be there for our dads. And um for our dads to be there for us and for us to be there for the men in our lives. And I just think it's so beautiful because as I shared that story earlier, you know, with my dad bringing me flowers for Valentine's Day, as he always did for my mom as well. And now that's my standard. Right. And, you know, my brother, my older brother, he has uh, one my youngest niece. She's almost eight months years old. And it was her first Valentine's Day. And he brought her flowers. He brought my his woman flowers and he brought his daughter flowers. And it was just such a beautiful moment as a sister to see my brother carrying the same thing that my dad did for me and my mom. And so what I mean is love is generational. Like how we love is generational. Like that's going to and I'm so excited because that's going to be my niece's standard. She's going to know my dad treats me like a queen. My dad brings me flowers. My dad tells me how much he loves me. She's going to know that. 
And that's something that, I, like, we can't take for granted, y'all. These relationships that we that form us into the woman or into the man that we are. Like, we cannot take for granted those relationships. Any counseling session that you will go to, they will always tell you how everything stems back from your childhood. Everything always stems back, uh, you know, from your your upbringing. Now, don't please don't get it twisted. There's single moms out here who are killing it, who we, who are my superheroes. Okay, you girl, you women are doing the best that you can do. You women are being the mom and the dad. You women are doing amazing things. Women birth the give birth to the world. Like women are so powerful and so amazing. And I don't want to take that away from who we are, from our DNA. Okay. Um, I want us to understand that I am for women. I'm always going to be for women. I'm always going to want to see women succeed. I'm always going to clap and celebrate you as you get your your your, your associates, your, your from your GED to your associates, to your bachelor's, to your master's, to your PhD, and therefore, right? I'm always going to celebrate you as you are putting food on that table. I'm always going to celebrate you whether you have a father in your life or not. I'm always going to celebrate you because we are resilient People, We are resilient gender as well. And I think what I will say is, even through all of our resilience, we still need a father figure in our lives. And a lot of times, and for a lot of us, that's our spiritual father. That's our God in heaven that shows us our worth, that shows us how much we are loved, that shows us that he will lay down his life for us, that shows us that we are worthy because we are his child. It shows us how awesome we are. But also in the natural, we need a father figure that shows us how we are to be loved and the standard. And that we are not to operate as women, as daughters. We're not to operate below that standard. We're not meant to take beneath our worth. I've been there. Your girl went through it so you don't have to. I've been there where I've operated beneath my worth. And so many people will tell me, you know, or or, uh, talk to me like, Darcel, I can't believe you're single. You're so awesome. Blah, blah, blah. And some people just want me to find a person who has a pulse. Like, as long as he got a pulse, you know, girl, he's singing, you better jump on that. No, I have a standard. Not bougie, not like conceited. I, you know, I have three brothers, uh, you know, so I love men. I'm not against men, excuse me, but I have a standard. And what's beneath that standard? Nah, I know what one, I know what my heavenly father wants for me and I know what my natural father wants for me. So there's two standards right there. That's like, uh-uh, you can't just have a pulse, honey. Sorry. And I love you. Right. But you just can't have a pulse and me just be with you. You can't just be available, be single, and me just be with you. No, you have to meet the standard. There's a certain way that I know that I'm meant to be treated because I know that when I'm in a relationship, I give a hundred, okay? I know that I'm reciprocating everything that I'm receiving in the sense of being passionate, being driven, being supportive, being loving, all those types of things. But I know that I also have to make sure that I'm receiving the standard as well. And I can't operate beneath that. And like I said earlier, when I did operate beneath that, 
you know, I was like, hold up. My dad don't even talk to me like this. Hold up, this ain't the standard. So that's so important for us, for dads who are listening and for daughters who are listening. We have to make sure we know what that looks like. Don't give up on if you don't feel like, hey, I don't have anybody to show this to me. It's not too late. It's not too late to look at your uncles. It's not too late to look at a cousin, at a pastor, at a, you know, a, a male mentor at church. It's, a, you know, um, married couples at church, whatever it is. Like, it's not too late to find out what a man is supposed to, and especially for me specifically, a man of God looks like. That's, it's never too late. It's never too late. And it's never too late for us women to say, hold up, homie. You ain't treating me like how a child of God should be treated. I ain't got to be here. I don't got to stay. I don't got to I don't got to tolerate this because I'm operating beneath my standard. And so I want to encourage you that both to the dads and to the daughters, that dads is so important for you to date your daughters. It's so important. I had the best time with my dad and I love him so much. And I'm so happy on where we are. I'm so happy that I have my dad and I'm so happy just to have a standard, to have someone who showed me and continues to show me what it's like to be loved, truly loved and in the natural. And I want that for each and every one of you who are listening, for dads and for daughters, So get out there and have dates with your daughters. Show them the way they should be treated. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're carrying any unforgiveness, if you're carrying any hurt or any pain, one, please cry out to the Father of God. uh, Cry out to Jesus because he is an ultimate healer. He can heal you. He can take that unforgiveness. He can take that anger like you took it from me. He can heal your heart. He can take away the pain and he can replace it with his love. And I truly believe that for you. And I want you to know that it's never too late to find a male mentor, a male father figure, a healthy one that can show you what a man of God really looks like. And and I'm believing with you that that you will have your king, your man of God, the standard that God has for you. You will have that for your life. And I truly believe that if you're already married, you will continue to see that in your husband. And I'm believing that with you and I'm believing that for you. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I hope you were encouraged by this episode that get out there and have and learn, examine yourself, examine how you're how you're what is it? How are you learning how to love? How how is you know, your upbringing shaped you? Is there things that need to go away that need to fall off to the wayside that you need to pray about? Are there some things that you can take and, and kind of hold on to? How are you learning how to love? And is it healthy? Is it a healthy love? Are there, is the relationship that you're in, is it, a, is it in the state, is it meet the standard? Or are you operating beneath the standard? If you're not in a relationship, Hold off until you find your standard. Not your standard, but the standard that God has for you. So that was another mogul minute, a mogul talk with Darcel Lari. And I'm so happy that I got this opportunity to just speak to you and what was on my heart. And I love each and every one of you. And I can't wait till next time, y'all. Have an awesome week, day, whatever it is. Just go out there and continue to crush it and continue out to not only love, but love yourself, love God and love others. 
Talk to you soon. Now, don't forget to click the subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. I'll be bringing you a new episode every week. Also, don't forget to follow your host, your girl, Darcel Laurie, on IG at Darcel World. And, of course, you know I love hearing from you, so make sure that you send all your questions, topics, even guests that you would love to hear from at mobiletalkpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to Mobile Talk with Darcel Laurie, where success is just a byproduct of who we are. Make sure to join us next week for another great episode. Until then, continue to talk and live like a mogul.